Well, hey, welcome to another episode of Drinking and Thinking. Thanks for being here. Uh, appreciate you choosing to tune in and listen to this episode. Um, this show is just really about having conversations uh, with a group of friends, sitting around having a cocktail and just discussing real life and Christianity and and all the different ways that those intermix and intertwine. So um, if you want to know uh, more about our show or recipes or, you know, kind of search for something. Our website's the place to go. Let's drink and think.com. You can find all that information there as well as links to our YouTube channel, links to our social media accounts. Uh, there's a contact form. If you have a drink suggestion, a topic suggestion, a question that you want to ask all that sort of stuff, uh, just going to kind of push you towards the website. Let's drink and think.com. Now, Today in the studio, in the bar, we've got Jeff Johnson with us, and we are making really a cocktail that's kind of growing in popularity over the last few years called the Paper Plane, and our uh, our little twist on that, both an alcoholic and a non-alcoholic version, and uh, I'll just go on the record as saying this is one of my favorite cocktails recently. I highly suggest you make it, uh, whichever version you choose. And then we talk, we just sit and have a conversation about the search for truth, you know? What is truth? Where do we find it? And why does there seem to be this, this need or this desire for us to pursue truth? So grab something cold and uh, stick around and let's dive on in. like that one yeah yeah here you know what you tried the you tried the na version of the old-fashioned last time i don't know if that's what it's supposed to taste like but i like that that's not bad that bitterness of um is missing no no no, it's actually coming through nicely oh you know what i taste the most out of this This is lime touch sweet yeah well your lime is subtle ton of lime in here this one's a touch much I should have uh, spun it a little a more. Touch much, <laughs> touch much. Kevin. What do you think? What What are your thoughts about this drink? Uh, the aftertaste isn't pleasant. It's the bitterness. It's too. You don't st- like it. It's too strong of something. It's like grapefruit, right? You going bite down, into it, and it's like. Well, no, I thought going down me. was fine. It was afterwards. It's always it fine going down. Afterburn. Get to the cherry. That gonna... seemed uh, negative. I don't know. It just wasn't. <laughs> no, it, but it's not a taste no. you're expecting. When you, you know what? Maybe. I actually very much like this one. This is good. I've never had a paper plate in my life. That's a good one. I will say, I don't think I'll make it again with Maker's Mark because I think we need something that has a little bit more bold taste to it on the bourbon side. That was a little bit too yeah, smooth. I mean, and again, I like Maker's a lot. I just think with this drink specifically, we need some a little bit more bold coming through. But it's Could you funny. tell? Do you want to try the NA version sure. as well? Yeah. Could you tell with that one the Mm-mm. American malt that I used? Nope. If you would have asked me, I would have said what's different is the lime juice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that tastes really... vastly different than yours. Yeah, it's uh, it's a little more smooth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one is more smooth mm-hmm. than yours. There's some, yeah. You're probably getting the bitterness. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. Yeah. Oh, interesting. <clears throat> Do you like bitter drinks in general? Uh, Captain is usually my uh, so no. That's your go- yeah. <laughs> that's your go-to Captain Fireball. Oh my god! I can't wait till we have you on for episode three. <laughs> <laughs> Fireball and ice. Fireball and Skip ice. Skip the ice. Yeah. Skip the ice. Yeah. <laughs> Just 
Oh. Is, there a, yeah. is there a NA version of that? I don't just, know. I'll no, to look it up. Cinnamon. I mean, yeah. <laughs> anything we'll just put cinnamon. a cinnamon stick in it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll make our own. We'll boil some American malt from Lyres yes. with cinnamon we'll sticks call it in Shaheen's. it. The Shaheen. We go. yeah. oh, We're going to make up right. 100 bucks <laughs> on nothing. Nobody's going to buy NA Fireball. So, how many <laughs> ounces is this drink? It's a great it's, question. It's, it's four ounces. <laughs> No, it doesn't seem. I mean, like it seems like a small volume. Oh yeah, for volume. No, it's, it's four it's ounces. It's the glass that yeah. I think, because there's not a big chunk of ice, yeah. uh-huh. and the glass is really wide, and not very. Yeah. Okay. So this is actually a Manhattan glass, but yeah, you're you're 100 percent right. What is interesting, you brought this up too, is that there's not a, a lot of drinks that we think of that don't have ice already packed into the glass. Yeah. But yeah, so this is very much in the Manhattan martini uh, style of cocktails. Um, which there's no way to hide it if you screw it up. So, <laughs> so I don't think I screwed mine up. Sipping. Drink? Yeah, this is a sip. You wouldn't slam this. Okay. You yeah. know, I think the dilution. <laughs> well, you, well, I mean, we could slam just, ours. Nothing's gonna happen. Yeah, it if just we takes slam way ours. too long to make the second one. <laughs> you wouldn't want to. Right? No. 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 Do you like it, or you're just kind of like, I mean, I'll drink it because I'm on the show. I but... think it was diluted very nicely. I could taste. Uh, just kidding. No, yeah. it, it's a fine. It's a fine little sip and drink. I, I yeah. would not prefer it. It seems. A but you're not gonna throw fl- it out. It seems a little flamboyant. I know you're keeping what's your the pinky way that you're drinking. So how do you drink it? You I don't, I've never like held, a chalice. I, this. Oh, give me go. <laughs> When's the last time you had a chalice? I've never. Yeah, I've never held one of these in my life. Fresh out of chalices <laughs> yeah. in my life. So do do uh, like yeah. do shot glasses normally come with a stem? I don't think so. So, um, but oh so gosh. it's hard to make a Captain Coke in this. It is. <laughs> well, it'd be. Uh, I mean, you hey, could. Let's try. Another next time. Okay. Next time. So. So Shaheen and I were talking, um, and I, I came up with this idea that I'd like to talk to pastors and another another gentleman. Yeah, and it's this it's this constant. <laughs> we're using that term Wait, pretty loosely. Where now. is he? Hey, hey. <laughs> he wants me to talk about Jeff. <laughs> yeah, to the to the man who made this fantastic drink. Okay, okay. but there, you know, as a Christian, I look at the culture. I have teenage boys, right, mm. and I, I feel like I'm seeing this huge push. And, and young men specifically, because that's, I don't know, that's the demographic I just happen to be looking at. Um, but there's a lot of people looking for truth. Like, there's a lot of pain. There's a lot of confusion. And it's I feel that it's somewhat an absence of faith in these young men. Um, and it's evident because we have people like Jordan Peterson. We got people like Joe Rogan with 20 million followers. He makes, what do you get, $200 million contract for Which four n- years or something. Neither of them are, I would say, faith <clears throat> leaders at all right so however however i will jordan peterson has came out and almost all of his principles came out (laughs) all of his different locally all of his (laughs) principles have been based on christianity and he he has in many conversations said that he he believes in christianity believes in christ and uh Hmm. i think interesting you know i could look into that and see if he's accepted him as a savior but almost all of his teachings and all of his lectures are based on that. He also has a massive following. So, and I just want to talk, you know, what do you guys think? Like what, what is it in the culture that you guys see as pastors? And, you know, is, is this, is it a fake thing? I mean, is this genuine? Is this a genuine direction of youth? And I hope it is because I would love to see young men seeking truth. Like you always say, mm-hmm. you know, if, if you hear information, ask yourself, is this true? Is it true? Is yeah. it true? Yep. 
who wants to start? I do. Oh, <laughs> surprise, surprise. I have, with that idea, uh, I wonder sometimes, I don't say I know, I wonder sometimes if people are really looking for truth or they're looking for something they want to believe in. Because truth sometimes is so harsh and is so opposite of what we want that I really wonder, people might say, I'm looking for truth, but really what I'm looking for is something that I can cognitively agree with and I like it. Mm-hmm. And so I just wonder. You know, I, a matter of fact, I think a lot of people don't believe in God or be a, you know, a Christian because they don't want to be, not because the evidence is not there. The evidence is there if people would follow it. Right. But I think so oftentimes it's not that I don't believe, it's that I don't want to believe. Because if I believe, then it's going to yeah. go against what I want. Right. I have actually heard some Christian apologists like Frank Turek. Um, I'm blanking on the other guy's name, Reasonable Faith. Anyway, whatever, Christian mm-hmm. apologists. And they've... they've because questions like this have come up, like if Christianity were true, mm-hmm. would you believe? And they say more often than not, people still say no. Yeah. Like if you mm-hmm. were presented with the facts mm-hmm. and you could be sure, would you want to believe? No, I still don't want to, which mm-hmm. is more of a heart issue then than a head mm-hmm. issue, right? right. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I do yeah. think though, I mean this, I don't know if it's uh I think there's a little bit of appeal to people like Jordan Peterson and Joe Rogan because they're so different than mainstream media. Mm -hmm. They're so different than probably even a lot of the other men that, you know, boys growing up today don't really have that real strong outspoken Mm -hmm. leader kind of male role figure. Mm -hmm. So I think there's a little bit of that that could play into it as well of just this, like there's some, I think there's something uh, like, I don't know if appealing is the right word, but like we we want to be like that, I think. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I, I think part of their persona is confidence. I mean, extremely confident. Which is hugely lacking. Hugely lacking. Mm-hmm. But these guys, they they are sure of what they're talking about. And there's a lot of traditionalism there. Take out any kind of Christian principles. Sure. Uh, there's a lot of traditionalism there that kind of makes sense and may draw people. So... I think it's their personalities of being confident leaders Mm -hmm. and really traditional values that are attractive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One of the, what I was going to say, one of the quotes that Jordan Peterson has is he, uh, he says men or boys need to be monsters. They need to be raised as monsters. And then over time, they need to be like sharpened Mm -hmm. and, and learn how to be successful and kind because it's like it's it's far too often we're raising timid boys they become 18 years old they they have no idea who they are where they fit in society right. so then when they hear somebody say it's okay to be a man it's okay to want to be a parent or a father who provides for his family it's yeah. like it's almost taboo it's like what do you mean i i've, well, I've never seen toxic. that right. yeah yeah you're being told this whole time you're um that it's inappropriate to be masculine well right. There's a generation of men that are like, I'm longing to be masculine, and these guys are giving them an excuse or an opportunity to be masculine yeah. and be proud. Wow, I don't even want to go down that road. If my opinion. <laughs> well, um, why not? Well, I just think opinion. it's so interesting because you, you nailed a, a great point in the fact that 
there's so many people and so many talking heads that are telling us that we cannot be masculine, mm-hmm. right? There's so many uh, things that are out there that are telling our kids or young boys that it's not okay to be top of the heap. They can't shoot for the stars and be successful in whatever field they want to grow into mm-hmm. because to do that means that you are uh, whatever the toxic mas- masculinity to be yeah, able to get there. The, and, that's the hot phrase. Right. And, you know, it's just interesting. But, you know, I think there's this outlet because we can see other people who are successful mm-hmm. regardless, whether it's um, uh, Jordan Peterson or anybody else that's out there who's successful and actually looks, acts, talks like a man. That doesn't mean he's a jerk. Yeah. Right. It doesn't mean like that. I think that's a different um, topic altogether. But mm-hmm. you can certainly act like a man without uh, feeling the pressure like you're trying to hurt somebody's feelings by doing so. Right. What's mm-hmm. interesting about um, I've I mean, I've known about Jordan Peterson for price. I don't know, five, six years now mm-hmm. since he really started to rise up. And he does not fit the stereotypical mold of what we assume a man should, you know, like he doesn't wear flannel. He doesn't, you know, not a lumberjack. He doesn't wear cool hats. (laughs) He doesn't have a beard, you know, all the things that make you cool. Well, obviously I'm sorry, man. I had to leave you out of that. Yeah, I had a mustache. (laughs) You know what? Just go ahead and just pick up the drink and then just put your pinky out when you do it. And can Kevin do it? Can Kevin do it? Kevin, come on. Just Kevin's. (laughs) He's going to break that finger off first. (laughs) It doesn't. Ain't going to happen. Who, um, Jordan Peterson, what does he look like? He, um, like is he physically he's extremely stature? dapper. He's always in suits. Yeah. Well dressed. Are you describing me again? Or? What does that have to do with the van? <laughs> no, no, but, I, no, but I'm that's asking. what I'm saying. That's I'm the point you. I'm getting to yeah. is he still exudes manliness yeah. without the stereotypical. And mm-hmm. I think like you mentioned, or one of you two, it's that confidence yeah. and that mm-hmm. assuredness and like... Mm-hmm. I think this resolve of no, I believe what I believe in, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to be swayed by my feelings, mm-hmm. sort of thing. Okay, that let's come right out appealing. and say, if you were to describe, uh, you know, well, if we're going to talk about men and what they should be, then then can you determine the difference? Could you describe the difference between men and women? Well, well, should be well I think all we right. all know the answer to this one. Go I'm, for I'm it. getting really good at describing Go. it. So. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, okay. I, I figure we're not manly man. without words. <laughs> a manly man, guys. Yeah, we're not biologists, Kevin. Okay. I don't know what you're trying to pull I'm here. I'm not a biologist. I don't know. Okay, in my opinion, yeah. and yeah. I raised boys and girls, mm-hmm. and here's what I believe from God's creation. Mm-hmm. He created us different by design. If you were to describe a man, if you're raising boys, this should be the goal. And that is that, and because we've been flooded back when I, I, I mean, I was 10 years old in 1970. It was a huge thing now to start. I know that seems old to you. <laughs> I'm just yeah. adding up the years real quick. It's going to take me a while. Go ahead. Uh, where it really became high. a push. You know, be in touch with your emotions, in touch with your emotions. There's nothing wrong with that. But I think that what describes a man is somebody who can override their emotions to yeah. do what needs to be done. Override their emotions to win, to succeed, to fight, to you know, keep wrong out, whatever, and do the right thing. Because the right thing sometimes is not the easy thing mm-hmm. to do. And to me, if I were to just describe the way God created men and what we've destroyed as a culture, and that is, yes, you can, you can be and identify with your emotions, but don't make your decisions on them. Don't overreact to them, mm. override your emotions, 
to do the right thing. To me, that would be in a nutshell of what a man is. He has the ability to override how I feel and do the right thing. Mm-hmm. That's That would be strength. That would be courage. All the things that we believe you know, that, that a man is called to do is comes down to that simple thing. Not chop wood. No, not have it has a beard, nothing to do with how strong you are. Not go work on machines. It, it's it's your resolve strength. It's your right and mm. wrong strength. That I don't I don't want to tell these people no. You have to get over your emotions and do what's right. Mm-hmm. So would you say just devil's advocate then? Mm-hmm. Oh, a female mm-hmm. should not have that. Does not have that. I, what I would believe, you? you know, we're talking a male, a female can do or be whatever. But I think, generally speaking, sure, across the board, uh, women would generally be more moved by their emotions. Mm-hmm. And as a culture, we've tried to force men to being like women. You know, mm-hmm. go with your emotions. Your emotions. How does it feel? Look at our whole well, culture. We're more well, concerned with how people feel look than at what the they're doing. School systems right yeah. now. I mean, boys. Any, you know, yeah. you you've mm-hmm. had boy. You've got boys. My wife did daycare. You can tell a clear difference between a three year old boy mm-hmm. and a three year old girl. Oh, yeah. Just from energy level, yeah. and you know, and Everything. we're and we're creating a whole school system where you got to sit mm-hmm. still for eight hours a day. I can't sit still, and yeah. then we. Mm-hmm. berate you and call mm-hmm. you a bad student and give you mm-hmm. bad grades because mm-hmm. that's not physically in your nature. Right. right. You got to yeah. run. And think yeah. about this. Think about uh, how many battles need to be won in life. Mm-hmm. Battles. And we just think of warfare, but yeah. there are wars that need to be run one too. Mm-hmm. But just battles. How are our boys going to turn into men that can win battles unless we let them battle it out? You got to learn how to be a fighter. You got to mm-hmm. learn how to battle. You got to learn how to, and part of that comes out physically growing up. And mm-hmm. there's, that's not a bad thing for boys to wrestle, for boys mm-hmm. to wreck stuff. Or the, it's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it should be obviously monitored. There's but discipline it, that's yeah, got to go in. Of it course, gets yeah. expensive. You know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I heard this comic one time say, "Boys will wreck your stuff." Girls will wreck your soul. Yeah, yeah there you go. I, I, uh, I only have girls. You only uh, have boys. You only have uh, boys. Dr. Bill's you know, already stories. Everything I've ever owned, my boys have wrecked. Yeah. Everything <laughs> I've ever owned. Everything. I, now they, they have sons, and I just love watching it. <laughs> <laughs> You're oh, a part of I their... I feel bad for you. <laughs> you <laughs> help their sons yeah. wreck their stuff. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> go for it. Oh, just go for it. <laughs> so would you say... Just back to your, you know, kind of mm-hmm. your original post mm-hmm. question of, we we see a lot of. Is this a male drink or a female drink? I your think pinky's the not up. Glass so. is a little, you know. I'll make you no. guys some drinks if hey, you're <laughs> Can you put, put it in, in a glass? Mug? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just a big sixteen ounce, you know, big old. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry, I interrupted. Okay. Oh, no, it was, anyway, it was... you know what? I like this drink. Hmm. Oh, well. Okay, back to your original question that you brought up, this idea of younger men, you use the terminology kind of pursuing truth. Mm -hmm. What I'm hearing as we talk is, is this young men, because of the way culture's shifted, because of what I think, at least we would probably all agree, the feminization of Western society, Mm -hmm. is this men 
longing for what's naturally inside and trying to get back to the way God created us. I mean, maybe nobody maybe. would frame it that right. way. No, I, I think probably it, nobody would say that. I think it's the perfect way to frame it. There's something. There's something in us that is. Mm-hmm. We we know our position from birth, right? Mm-hmm. You pick up a rock as a boy. What do you do? You throw it. A girl you picks a it up. Yeah, you kill a bird. A girl picks <laughs> it up and she paints it. Right. Mm-hmm. There's just there are differences, right? No, devil's advocate. What you yeah. you do? They would say, well, boys do that because we train them to do that. I disagree. I, don't I anybody yelled at my kids to stop breaking windows. So yeah, many times. yeah, yeah. Anybody who's been around a three-year-old boy knows that is not true for yep. sure. Well, yep. good because that's what we're told. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and it's it's not and mm-hmm. and you can't. You know, there there comes a point. I got a teenager or a couple. Actually, they're all teenagers, but there becomes a time <laughs> when, you're, when you're yeah. when you're when ra- you're yeah, I'm old. So when you're when you're raising them, there's that point where. In my family, at least, we acknowledge them as men. They're they're men mm-hmm. of the family. Mm-hmm. You know, Chase, he's he's six, 17 now. He's certainly a man of the family, right? Mm-hmm. So the disciplines certainly look different, but my mm-hmm. expectations are now significantly higher. higher. You know, and um and I've I've always impressed upon him just how um our values are faith, Christianity, mm-hmm. family, the country, like freedom, and then forgiveness is the very end. So. Um, if you keep those principles, I keep hammering them. Like keep those principles: mm-hmm. faith, freedom, family, forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll drink to alliteration. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. love it. But it's important because it gives. It, I hope that it instills in them value, and mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. the principles are easy if you follow them. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean you're not going to suffer, mm-hmm. but have pride in who you are. Be a man. Key thing right there: pride in who you are mm-hmm. and who you're responsible for. Mm-hmm. And there's this idea of I'm responsible for more than just myself. Even mm-hmm. if you're not married, I'm responsible for culture. Yeah. I'm responsible for my neighborhood. I'm responsible for more than, than just myself. And pride in myself. I'll tell you what, the workforce today, it, it used to be that we were brought up with more pride in why do I want to do good why do I want to do a good job? Because I did it. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and that's it. Not because somebody's paying me more or mm-hmm. because somebody's watching, because I did it and my name's on that. And yeah. I want that to be good. And those things, you know, have to be taught and, and I think fine-tuned when you raise somebody. How about if we were to describe, if we we're talking about naturally born, do you guys believe that women are naturally, more naturally um, uh, caretakers, nurturers by nature? Yeah, I would absolutely agree. Yeah. I think generally speaking, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. But I mean, I've got two girls mm-hmm. and I can see one of them leans more that way. For sure. Mm-hmm. But I think, uh, I mean, in general though, that's probably yeah. the case. In I mean, general. I look at like, there's gifts that my wife has that I'm happy we have. Otherwise we'd never <laughs> raise our kids. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be a mess. <laughs> but I just, I mean, I, I think you're 100% right. What I was just thinking about is, um, and this might be totally off the topic that you really started off with. I was just thinking as we're talking through this is like you guys talk about, you know, our boys are being brought up to do this way. And certainly we've heard that. We know that. But I don't know if I've actually experienced that. Mm. Like I know... I'm hearing it from all sides that no, you're, this is what we're supposed to be hearing is our boys are not supposed to be uh, uh, disingenuous to who they actually are. But I don't know if I actually see that either a in the schools and maybe it's just the people that I surround our family mm-hmm. with and the, the schools that we go to. I don't know, but that's where I was going to bring it. Like as we're talking through this, you guys are saying it's like actually the only things that 
ever told me that is Facebook and YouTube and like the news, but I don't know if I'm actually well, experiencing it. Well, maybe they're not it. being that's, affected by it, but you know that it's being pushed. I'm sure it is, but I'm just, that's where so, I'm bringing it up. So the, the advocate is, the, the, I don't know if I'm yeah, seeing the, that in my actual happening? life. Yeah. The biggest example I have is um, when Chase was probably 10, we were walking through the supermarket and we look at this, you know, we're in line and we look at the magazines and it talks about Bruce Jenner is now Caitlyn Jenner. Sure. Mm -hmm. It awakened in me this realization that this is a different, this is a different era. I don't know anything about this. Mm -hmm. And he said, he actually put it out. He said, what, what does this mean, dad? You know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, it, 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 I realized quickly that I need to know, <laughs> I need to do a good job at explaining it. Yeah. Cause I don't want to offend. I personally don't want to offend somebody who's dealing with whatever Caitlyn or Bruce, whoever he is. I don't want to offend yeah, him, right. but I also want my son to know that in my opinion, that's mm -hmm. unnatural. It's mm -hmm. not, mm -hmm. you know, it, it, we can take you to a doctor if you feel this way mm -hmm. to talk, yep. not to have surgery, mm -hmm. you know, um, which he does not. So, mm -hmm. but, um, that's the stuff I mean is mm -hmm. like, we're being like just presented all these cases. Right. And, um, I, I agree with you on that. And that's kind of like yeah. what I was saying is like, we're seeing it, we're hearing it yeah. because we're being pushed in a lot of ways because it's it's the cool thing to talk about in media yep. and it doesn't really matter if we're talking about the jordan peterson's of the world yep. or talking about whatever magazine that we see in the grocery mm -hmm. store it's being pushed that narrative yeah and that's where i'm like now i'm like reflecting as we're talking it's like well who the heck's actually telling me that like i don't have anybody in right like my life and circle and i'm not saying it's not happening that's yeah. what i'm just asking yeah. you know, like is it actually being pushed to the level that we are actually experiencing it or are we even just blowing it up bigger than it actually is my my opinion on this is I think nobody's going to come out and say a, a boy should act like a girl or a girl should act like that's way too controversial. Sure. Mm -hmm. I think that as a culture, and I'll just bring up the schools again because I think that for me, that's where I see this indirectly happening. Mm. I think we just try and slide it in. And hope nobody notices. Mm. And over the course of a kid's, you know, twelve-year journey, there's been so much hammered against what I think is a boy's human nature, and so much taught that a girl should be. Well, for that long of an extended of time yeah. from people that you view as authority figures, that's going to have an effect. Yep. And so, you yeah. know, I already talked about the the idea of okay, boys, you just got to sit down. But these things, you know, like you brought up, even from when you were growing up, is getting in touch with your emotions, and you know, don't uh, go out there and be don't roughhouse sort of thing, and everything that you described as like these qualities, the strength, this leadership, this fortitude, this battler, this warrior. Yeah, we. I mean, I I see are being encouraged to girls, hmm. and again, not like. Okay, my two girls. Okay, Audrey, you got to be a warrior. Right. But Audrey, you know what? You don't need to rely on a man. Yeah. You don't need to do... You can do anything and you can lead at anything. And I mean, the the whole uh, Supreme Court yeah. nomination that passed, mm -hmm. passed today, right? Mm -hmm. yep. yep. So... Uh, which is fine. Well, I mean, yeah. women can do that job, right? I'm not, yeah. I'm not trying to make any of that sort of cut, but this, I think... The narrative that it had to be a woman that it had to be a woman. Uh, there's no other way reinforces around, yeah. that need for women to be authority, leadership, power, 
and that a man couldn't be that because you know what? You, it's if wrong a, if you if desire that leadership. If a man's that, that that's bad. If a woman's that, that's good. Yeah. Right. So I don't think it's, you know, I view it like Disney shows that my girl's been watching. Mm. They won't come out and say anything. Not yet because they're prime in the pump. But I know a couple of movies I've watched recently, they slip in. I wish I remember the show. I was talking to you about it. The Red? No, that's the new one. It was, I, don't, I think it was something about like a fairy godmother. Anyway, one of the very last scenes, right? Whole movie was fine up to this point. Last scene is a boy dressed as a girl. And mm. then it goes to credits. Like little subvert mm. sort of thing that, you know, we, I've, I've heard the, the Disney execs talk about pushing their agenda. Try and slip it in there where mom and dad aren't going to notice. Right. Where we can fight against these traditional conservative values that mm-hmm. so i don't know what i don't the, nobody's gonna come out and say yeah we hate you and we want to ruin your life mm-hmm. right i think we're seeing it happen much more Continuous. but it's very Subtly. subtle very subtle right. so, how about like you mentioned the whole school system is based around a female's learning style yeah a boy is disciplined for being a boy style mm. and forced into learning a girl style right mm-hmm Subtle. It's all right. Well, what do you think? Did we solve it for you? I think it's good. Did we solve the world's problems? You know what? With a paper plane whether or not glass. Whether or not we... We conquered this issue and, and we resolved it. Which certainly at we least did. we had the conversation. <laughs> right. We were able to fellowship here and uh do it as men. And you know what? There might be some of you listening to the podcast or watching on YouTube and you vehemently disagree with everything Absolutely. we just said. 100%. And, uh, to you, I'd like to say <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> comment. Comment. Leave yeah. us a review. Talk yeah. about it. Send us an email. We'd I'll love comment. to I'm not going to ever have another one of these. Open up the conversation. <laughs> Is anybody surprised he's not going to have another no. one? No. <laughs> I am surprised. I probably will drink yeah, another of one. Of all these NA drinks that he's had, I mean, none of them. Is he having a cake? <laughs> <laughs> it just wasn't tasty. All right. I think I liked it mainly because of the lime. I'm not going to lie. I could lime probably just drink straight lime straight juice. Straight lime juice. And be totally just, fine. Yeah. Well, you know that you get, yeah, you get two ounces out of every lime. <laughs> if I ever have a drink I don't like, yeah. just you guys talk, and I'm just going to grab a half a lime and just <laughs> squeeze it in squeeze there. It in. Lime It'll... fixes everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Well, hey, anyway, thanks for uh, tuning in on this episode. Again, if you're listening on the podcast, be sure and leave us a review. If you're watching online on our YouTube channel or website or whatever, thanks for tuning in. Uh, You can view the recipe for the paper plane if Kevin didn't dissuade you from drinking one (laughs) at www.letsdrinkandthink.com. You can send us an email as well to hello at letsdrinkandthink.com. Find us on all the social media channels at Let's Drink Think. And uh, we'll catch you next time. (laughs) 